Hi everyone, this is Nancy with Relationships with Nancy. Thank you for stopping by and joining me. This is the place that we are all about relationships. Yep, the sideways, the good, the bad. The, uh, right now we are in an upheaval, aren't we? And so as I step into this today to talk to you, this is part two of Lord Help Me. My intention was not to do a second part uh, of this podcast, but the first one I included music and after I added the music I found out they'll only let me play it on one platform because the music is inside of it. So here I am again. This isn't going to be word for word, but I'm going to kind of talk to you about the same topic within part one without the songs and the music that I'm referring to. But as I talk about these two songs, uh, after you're done listening to me, go to your favorite places to listen to and search for the songs. They'll probably be very familiar to you. But today I titled this Lord Help Me, Part Two. Part One is Lord Help Me, Part One. And so, you know, right now, as I'm talking to you, I don't feel like I need to call out, Lord, I really need your help at this moment. I really need your help. But you know what? Earlier today, I did. Earlier today, mainly I needed an answer. I needed an answer from God to really show me what's the deal here. I'm not feeling like I'm focused. And so in part two here today, I'm also going to talk to you a little bit about focus and about a course that I'm working on, especially for you, especially for people that are really struggling right now in the area of focus. For instance, one of the lessons within this online course is this, how to become focused in our informational saturated world. And I'll tell you what, as the, the leader and course creator and instructor for this course, you know what, I struggle with these things too. But I have found there is a way to get through it and become focused with all this information that's coming at you. And so I talk a little bit about that in part number one, and I'm going to go over this again uh, because of the music in part number one. And it is also um, on Spotify with the music. So that's the only place you can listen to it with short little snippets of music. So we learn as we go, right? We learn as we go. Uh, so here I am again trying to stay focused, right? Sometimes we wade into things and uh, we may be working on something and it just doesn't turn out how we thought it would turn out. We get to the other end and maybe there's a piece that we missed. Uh, maybe we just missed it. It's not because we're not focused. Um, it's just because we didn't see the information. Just like on my part one, I didn't see the information until I hit the launch button and I could remove it. But I decided, no, I'm not going to do that. But down in tiny little print, and I'm on my large screen as I'm working on this, but down in tiny little print, it let me know this is the only place 
where this is going to go because you have music in it. So I understand copyrights and uh, we probably won't be using that format very often, but I love music. I love music. But today our title is once again, Lord, help me. So for me, today is what I needed. It wasn't so much, Lord, help me, but it was like, Lord, show me. Show me what the deal is here. I have this project sitting on my desk and I seem to start it and then I stop and I start it and I stop. And I'm not a lazy person. Um, I'm not even really a big procrastinator. And I talk about that in part one also. That that's not something for me that's a struggle. But maybe for you, that is a struggle. So that's going to take some different guidance in what I'm talking about here. But maybe you'll also pick up something from this. But this has been going on for a while now, only for this one project. So I ask my things like, okay, Nancy, not that I say it out loud, but I go kind of go through this list because I know me. So not finishing something is not part of me. Unless, of course, we change our mind at relationships of the heart. And we say, okay, that's not working for right now. We're going to set that aside. So am I bored? Am I tired of this? Um, is this not going to work? I'm just asking myself all of these, these questions. And then finally, I talk about this in part one also. Finally, it hit me. It's because of everything that is going on. I am always constantly consuming content. You know, I will read something or listen to something that's in the news. Maybe it's about riots that are going on. Maybe it's about the pandemic. Maybe it's about the voting situation, the presidential situation. Um, I try and stay out of the, the mainstream media because that just gets me all shook up here. Um, and I can be a very political person. Like I have my beliefs over here um, off to the side, as someone may say. That's how someone described me not long ago. Oh, you take your Christianity, your beliefs, and you put them over here? Well, no, not really. That's why I just said I have my beliefs off to the side. No, I don't. That is part of who I am. Receiving Christ is a big part of my life. But I do live in this world and I do pay attention to what's going on. But as what was happening, there was just too much because there are times I need to research what I'm working on. I want to be relevant. Um, many of us who are teachers and speakers, whether it's online or off, we use illustrations that will speak to people today, right? That will speak to them today. That's how I'm speaking to you right now. So as I'm looking at my area of struggle here with this project, it was knowing that, oh, wow, it's from all of this content that I'm absorbed in, not realizing that even though I'm scanning through it, I may look at a magazine article, for instance, today I was looking at Forbes, okay, because I was looking at the financial side, and um, great and exciting taxes, right, and any changes that possibly could happen 
in the future? And is there anything here, if these changes happen, that they are going to affect me? And with what I do, my personal life, business life, ministry life. Uh, in the future, if I were to become successful in the financial area, how is this going to affect me? But as I'm reading this, this was an extensive article in Forbes that I read, but without realizing it, I also have all this other information that I absorbed that's not that good. And as what was happening, I was starting to feel bad. I was starting to feel bad emotionally. I'm concerned about people. I'm concerned about the people that I love. I'm concerned about the people that I care about. I'm concerned about my family and friends in another state that are just going through some tough times right now. I'm concerned. And that concern is good. But because of all the information I'm allowing into my mind and into my heart, let's call it the north, the south, the east, the west. It would be as if people were just showing up in front of me from the north, the south, the east, and the west. It's kind of like what's going on online, whether I have my phone in my hand or I have my desktop up. But there are certain keys that I use that help me. And it's what began to bring me out of this this evening and to begin to understand why I'm unable to finish this, the word is distracted. I didn't talk about the word distracted in part one, but in part two, as I'm speaking to you right now, the word is distracted. We're living in a distracted world. We're living in short sound bites. We're also living in a time when it's hard to tell what is fact and what is not, what is embellishment and what is not. So for me, if I'm going to use something within my teaching or talk about it or write about it or within our courses, I don't just dive into the snippet. I really dive into it for research. Sorry about that, guys. I need to take a little sip of water here. Got a dry throat this evening. Um, but as I began to listen to the song Waymaker, and let me see if I can find this again. <coughs> Excuse me. I want to pull up the lyrics here. Waymaker lyrics. Okay, here we go. Let me open it up, make sure I've got my volume down here. Or some places I'll get kicked out. Don't think I'm stealing. Copyright. Good old algorithm out there. Okay, here we go. Um, we hear this song Waymaker from all different areas. If you are a Christian, you may be singing it in your church, whether you attend a small church, medium-sized, large church. This is the song right now. In fact, we started singing it before the pandemic. But now, even in the middle of what's going on in our world all around us, um, which can be confusion, and remember this, that confusion is not from the Lord. If you are feeling confused, it is not 
from the Lord. But here are the words from Waymaker. I'm not going to read the entire uh, set of lyrics here. Um, you can go on over to whatever you listen to for your music and check out the song Waymaker, especially if you're not familiar with it. Um, but we need to be reminded of these words. You are here, meaning God, moving in our midst. I worship you. I worship you. You are here working in this place. So in places that we cannot see, God is working. And since this is part two, I'm going to add more to this than what is in part one. So this isn't a word for word repeat. But this is just my belief and my thoughts here. This isn't from some random article somewhere. This is my thoughts. As we are watching what is going on around us, I can use myself as an example, sitting here at my desk right now. I've got my glass of water off to my right. I've got a little piece of paper that I scribbled a few little notes on to make sure that these are something I want to add uh, to share with you. My phone's sitting here. Yep, I even have a little cookie off to the side for snack. But as I am sitting here, even though I cannot see, God is working. And so as I sit here in my little desk and my little office and my little room and all of this is going on around me out in the world like tonight i don't hear any ambulances i can't hear the train it's it's pretty quiet i don't hear any noise from outside i don't hear anyone outside my door it's quiet but yet, there may be people not far from where I live that could be crying right now. There could be families that are arguing right now. There could be people who are struggling in many ways right at this moment. And God wants you to know that he is here, he sees all, and he knows. Now, as I began to share with you that I'm going to share something that is my belief and how I see all of this upheaval, especially in the area of politics. When anything is brought out from behind the scenes, usually it's messy. And right now, in the area of politics, in the area of voting, whether we listen to the news, whether we're reading what someone wrote from people we don't know or we do know, whether it is content in social media areas, we're wading through some time and trying to is this true or is this true? Which person do I believe? But I believe when it's all said and done, yep, old saying, when it's all said and done, is what is happening here. We are going to eventually see the truth that's underneath. 
we're already seeing within our areas of voting in the USA where we have discrepancies. Now, I'm not going to go through all those. I'm not here to debate what is true and what is not true. I'm just using this as an example. Whether this changes the election in the outcome to me, yes, I have the person I voted for and I would like to see them be the president beginning in 2021. But outside of that, even if this election was turned around the opposite of what it is now, as a citizen of the USA and a person who votes, I still would desire all the truth to come out. Even now, even if this does not change anything in the area of who becomes our president beginning in 2021, the official inauguration, I'm just using that as an example, so don't get in touch with me and argue with me. I'm talking about when that person officially is installed, the previous president is no longer there, or the one that was there continues on. I'm talking about July, okay? We could argue about words back and forth, but I'm using July, or I said July, didn't I? January as an example. But as we look at this, for me, there are times we can even see this in God's word in the Bible when we read where God exposes what's going on underneath. And as what we are seeing, as we wade through what is truth and what is not, we are bystanders. I am one of them reading about, watching what I couldn't see in the past. And as I said, this isn't something I'm saying that what we're seeing now will change the outcome of the election, only to say my beliefs and how I'm looking at all this, even though it's hard, even though it's a mess, even though it's hard to tell what is true, that this needs to come out. Because if what we are reading is happening, then we need to take care of it. Or the next person in office needs to make sure they continue to look at this. This is our time that it's all brought out in the USA during times of riots. They're kind of calm right now, right? But during those times of riots that I don't live in the area where there was a lot of crime during that time, but I watched on the news what was going on. But as what was happening, what the people were feeling, whether right or wrong, was coming out into the open. Now, let me go on record to say this. I do not agree with crime and riots and destruction of property or the lives of people is the answer. 
I don't care if you are white, if you are black, if you are Asian, whatever the color of your skin, whatever your hereditary, yeah, your your hair your heritage, yeah, let's get that word word right. Whatever your heritage is, whether you have grew up in the US and you've had lots of money or poverty, lived in a rough place or lived in a mansion, I will never never agree that destruction of property and the lives of others is okay. But is what we are seeing and what we have seen in the past, it's like all of this began to bubble to the surface. And so it has been underneath. This is me talking, my beliefs, okay? And just my observation. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a doctor. I'm just a person out here who teaches and sometimes shares her opinion and hopes along the way that I can encourage people that may be feeling discouraged. But I truly believe in the middle of this, as we are asking, Lord, I need your help to get through this, that he's bringing the junk that's underneath to the surface. There was a time I used this as an illustration. And it would be like a rug on the floor. My grandmother used to call them throw rugs. They were just a rug. Now we use more use mats that kind of stick down better. You don't trip over them. Um, but they were just some of them were handmade rugs. Some were them just inexpensive rugs. I think they they still exist. But we called them a throw rug. So it wasn't the rug over the um, entire floor of the room. Um, it was a rug that you just put in front of the door or put in front of the sink or you wiped your feet off. But it was a throw rug. And think of this. Um, if you didn't pick up the rug, say you have a rug and it's on a tile floor, and for years you just kept that little rug setting there. It wouldn't even have to be years. It could be a year. You never picked it up. It was in a place of heavy traffic area. And you never picked it up. You never shook it out or swept the floor underneath it. Eventually, it's probably going to have a bump in it. And if it has a bump in it, what's going to happen? Someone's going to walk along and possibly trip. And picture it this way. If they tripped and all of a sudden it just threw that dirt all over the place. That's what's going on now. That's what we're seeing in our world. Whether it's the crimes, the riots, the politics, um, the mainstream media, social media, all of it. And it's very easy for us, when this is happening, to lose our focus. And so that's why I placed this in the upcoming course as soon as we release this. Uh, one of the lessons is how to become focused in our informational saturated world. And we go through some practical steps assisting you to find out what works for you in your life. because. What works for me may not work for you because we may have completely different jobs. You may have a house that is just really crazy in your house because maybe you have children home right now and they are going to school from home and so you got computers out and you're 
home is uh was and is your workplace and so maybe you've been a person that's worked at home but the children leave for school during the day and so you are not interrupted but now you're all in the house together and that's our title of our theme tonight is lord help me and it's okay to call out to god and say lord help me but just like the song Waymaker, the second stanza in here says, Waymaker, miracle worker, worker, excuse me, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. And then it repeats it, Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. Let those words sink in. And near the end, we repeat again and again, even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I can't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. And then in part one of Lord Help Me, I talked about the song Steady My Heart. And then I went looking for um, a video. I wanted to know when Carrie Job wrote this, is there a story behind this heart of hers? And is what I found was a YouTube video called Carrie Job, The Story Behind Steady My Heart, and it's dated 2012. So I encourage you when you're done here to take a look at that. But I have the words pulled up in front of me, and I'm not going to read all of them just part of it and maybe you're feeling like this right now wish it could be easy why is life so messy why is pain a part of us there are days I feel like nothing ever goes right sometimes it just hurts so much and she's being very honest here I'm guessing when she wrote this song she didn't say the details in the video like everything that was going on but she talks a little bit about it even when it hurts even when it's hard even when it all just falls apart i will run to you maybe you're feeling like that right now maybe you're saying or you need to say lord i need your help i need your help See, I've been doing really good for me. I've been doing really good the last couple months. But I'm not a winter person. And so in the summer, usually I'm out and about and I'm here and there. But because of what's going on, um, I haven't been able to take a trip out of the country. I wasn't able to go see family. I had planned on um, heading to one state and uh, traveling this summer just to take maybe a week to 10 days and load up my uh, picnic basket and my cooler and kind of have a route set because I should let friends and family know if I'm coming right and and just kind of wander through one side of the state and through and end up on one side and then come back but I was so looking forward to that but I wasn't able to do that usually in the summer I'm planning a trip for the fall for an international trip I wasn't able to do that and so 
for me, when winter comes along, that's why I like to take a trip late fall, and usually December, I'm okay, but January and February, just because I don't like winter. I don't like that shut-in feeling, and yeah, I can't go outside, but it gets cold here. I don't like the cold. I just don't like the cold. So the other day, I started thinking, my mind started heading in a not good place, thinking, oh man, this is going to be a hard this is going to be hard for me to get through the winter. And for me, it's not even a depression thing. It's just like my schedule, just like other people. I'm pretty flexible, but there's certain times of the year that I do certain things. And so also, like I want to move into another area where... Uh, it doesn't get as cold as it gets here, but that's taking longer than what I thought it would. And so I just slowly began to struggle, not losing my hope. Maybe that's you right now. You're doing what needs to be done every day. But there are plans that you want to make that we can't cement them with a date right now. But I'm here to tell you, hang on. I think it was Michael W. Smith. I can't remember the song, but I remember before he sings this song, he talks about, don't worry, that help is on the way. And in the meantime, is what we need to remember that he is our way maker and he is the person, he is the God that will steady our heart even though we cannot see him. Even though, like in the song Waymaker, we cannot see him. But in this second song, Carrie Job is saying, I'm not going to worry. I know that you've got me right inside the palm of your hand palm of your hand, each and every moment, what's good and what gets broken happens just the way you play. You see, if we believe with what's in God's word as we read, wherever you're at right now, he knew ahead of time what we would be standing in even if it was something that we have stepped into. That's nothing to do with the news, what I'm talking about, or any of those topics of struggle today or the informational saturated world. Maybe there's an area of your life that you've stepped into, do something or plan to do something that was good and then you backed out and went the other direction. God wants you to know today that he is the healer. He is your healer. Many times we may think the Bible is just old-fashioned. That's just old people living at an old time. They didn't have the internet. They didn't have all of what we have today. They wouldn't get it. The Bible's old-fashioned. If they were here now, they wouldn't get it. But you know what? We believe that God created.
created us and we believe the word of God is the inspired word of God, that it is possible, it is possible to open it up and begin to read. And it speaks comfort. The words that we're reading speaks comfort to us. In the area of healing, if you go to the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and begin to look at the different areas that we read about Jesus, that he went about doing good, he went about sharing the Gospel, he went about amongst the people sharing the good news. But today is what I'd like you to look at is the miracles. Miracles, to me, I describe this way. It is absolutely something that I didn't do anything to make it happen. It may be something physical within your body that you have went to the doctor, um, the prognosis isn't good, but then maybe a short time later, maybe months later, that physical issue is gone. Maybe people prayed over you. Maybe it was you by yourself. You did that verse that we read in the Bible where you close the door. It's called closet in the Bible, but where you close the door and you go off by yourself to pray. And God healed you. And you know what? When God does a miracle, it may be a miracle in finances. There's a story in the Bible about uh, they needed to pay, it's in the Gospels, they needed to pay the taxes. And they're, this sounds kind of corny, right? It sounds kind of crazy. Um, but they told them to go to this, the, this fish. There was a coin in the fish's mouth. And that's what they used to pay the taxes. And so in this informational, saturated, technological world, that's a big sentence there, tongue twister. It's hard sometimes for us to take where we're living and what we have here and look at God's word. But I believe there are words throughout the Bible, many, many words, that will speak to us today. Now, I thought I had this pulled up, but I don't. So let me get in here. I want to open something here that has some scripture in it. Yeah, that's not it. Try it this way. Well, maybe I'm not going to be able to open it. Yeah, there it goes. Okay. Um, you can look this up online. This comes from a billygram.org site. Um, it is underneath 
comforting Bible verses for troubled times. And it's what this has is just a, a list of scripture here. And I'll just pull out a couple. Let me grab a glass of water first. Yep, you may be able to hear me down my water. Lamentations 3, 23 The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Psalm 119, 76 Let your steadfast love comfort me according to your promise to your service. Or to your servant typo here. And let's end with this. Romans 8, 37 through 39. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Once again, that is in Romans 8, 37, 39. So once again, this is part two of Lord Help Me. It includes some of the same information from part one, um, but not word for word and a lot of addition here. Um, is once again is why we added a part two here is in part one um, I added music and when I added the music it only allows me to uh, share my podcast on one company page and so if you're listening to me right now on anchor.fm slash relationships with Nancy since this is my home base it is highly possible that you may be listening to it in one of seven other locations online or anywhere it's sent out from there or maybe you're listening to this um, on a video somewhere that is set up with audio only so i just would like to thank you so much for listening to me at relationshipswithnancy.com if you would ever like to um, leave me a message if you're listening to me on anchor.fm slash relationships with Nancy. All you need to do is look for the little voice button and you can leave me a message about any of the podcasts that you're listening to. Leave me a comment or leave me a question. Um, once again, up to a minute. And if there is a question, I'll try and get back to you as soon as possible. Um, or I may use some of the comments and questions in a future podcast. So thank you so much for listening to me again. You can always get in touch with me, just as a reminder, at nancy at relationshipswithnancy.com. If you check on our anchor.fm slash relationshipswithnancy page, look for the little website link that's there. Press that, and when you press that, It'll take you to a page to join our e-community. Now, when you take a look at it, some people are concerned. I know I am sometimes. If I press that button, is it going to put me in 
this e-community right away. It's like, no, that's not what's going to happen because I know we have people out there you want a little more information first. So is what will happen. It'll just bring up a page, just like a web page, and you can take a look at that. It's very easy to join me within the e-community. Just drop in your email address, and once you're part of us, anytime I send out something that's a short survey, or I have a new video somewhere, or for instance, the podcast like this, I will send the new podcast out there. If we're having an event online or offline, it will be there. For instance, um, I think it was on a Monday night, I set up a 45-minute conference call time of prayer that I gave the number out through the e-community. And anyone that wanted to join me on that conference call, we were praying and asking God to eradicate and remove this virus from our land. So thank you so much for joining me here. And I hope you'll join me within our e-community too. And I'll be back soon with a new podcast and a new topic.